Welcome to the MySteel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. China's Ferris market has seen some major shifts in recent weeks, producing some relatively unique results that we explore in today's episode. But first, a rundown of this week's news. China's portside inventories rose for a 13th consecutive week as of June 24th and now sit at just under 127 million tons. Demand has been tepid in recent weeks as mills are increasingly cutting their output in response to operating losses. A recent MySteel survey found that over 58% of China's mills are operating at a loss at this time. China's steelmakers are primarily purchasing iron ore on an as-needed basis, with a recent survey finding imported iron ore usage down 2.3% this past week. Many mills, especially those in North and South China, have opted to undergo maintenance at this time in response. Coke prices fell by 300 renminbi this past week after rising in the two weeks prior. This comes as coking plants responded to growing pressure from steel mills for price cuts. Coke production also fell this past week, hitting a two-month low of 567,000 tons per day on June 23rd. Despite this, total coke inventories rose by nearly 28% over the past week as a result of reduced demand from steel mills. And now to the first of our top stories. Here to present is my co-host, Julia Zhu. Julia, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Adam. China's hot metal output has risen at a time when steel output has fallen steadily. While it is understandable that steel output would fall in response to winding downstream demand, rising inventories, and a growing number of mills now operating at a loss, the matter of cutting peak iron or hot metal output is a more complicated one. China's hot metal output rose sharply in April and May, despite a significant downturn in rebar production. This was primarily due to the high cost of shutting down a blaster furnace versus keeping it run, running on low-grade raw materials. Though the majority of China's steel mills are now operating at a loss, most report that the cost of shutting down their blast furnaces would be significantly higher than not doing so with shutdown costs on some units being as higher as several million RMB. When surveyed, many steel mills also stressed the importance of maintaining their cash flows rather than simply forecasting on profit margins. Though a company may appear profitable on paper, it may not have enough cash on hand to replenish its inventories or cover its operating costs, making a rebound in output more difficult when market conditions improve. Political pressures are another factor with many mills reporting pressure to maintain their operations from local governments over mounting concerns of rising unemployment and falling consumer demand. China's unemployment rate rose to 6.1% in April, while its youth unemployment rate reached 18.2% that month. However, High inventories and operating losses are causing mills to increasingly cut their hot metal output at present. Moreover, with the rainy season now upon us, we can expect downstream demand to be low for at least another six to eight weeks, while iron ore demand and prices were relatively steady in the spring. We are now seeing significant drop-offs that will likely continue for some time. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. China's premiums on imported iron ore pellets and concentrates tend to remain similar and typically change in response to shifting profit margins at steel mills. 
However, this has not been the case as of late, with premiums on imported concentrates rising, while those of imported pellets fell. One of the main reasons for this is a downturn in concentrate supplies with heavy rains that have disrupted output in Brazil, which supplies some 15% of China's imported iron ore concentrates. Another factor is the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, which was also a significant supplier to China prior to March of this year. Most of China's concentrates are delivered from domestic sources, the output of which was down 4% on year in the first quarter. This was primarily due to heavy restrictions on mining activities in the provinces of Hebei and Liaoning during the Olympics. This shortage was exacerbated by severe lockdowns in the second quarter, which paralyzed supply chains in much of the country. Unlike pellets, demand for concentrates has been rising in recent weeks. This is in large part due to rising scrap prices, the product of the aforementioned lockdowns, coupled with a need to counterbalance the rise in low-grade iron ore usage amid increasingly tight margins. Mysteel expects that the spread between the concentrates and pellet premiums will narrow within their typical range moving forward due to a drop in concentrates premiums. This is primarily due to an expected rise in shipments and domestic output coupled with, a riot, with an anticipated drop in demand. As mentioned, steel mills are now cutting their total hot metal output in response to growing operational losses, and scrap supplies are also set to improve, with the most disruptive lockdown measures now largely lifted across China. One thing to watch moving forward will be whether the premiums of both pellets and concentrates rise in the weeks ahead as a result of new economic stimulus measures. While some are positive about the impact of these measures on downstream demand, others are more skeptical and point to deeper problems within the economy that could continue to hinder demand moving forward. That's all for this week's Maestro Commodity Podcast. I'd like to thank my co-host Julia for joining us today and all of you for listening in. I've been your host, Adam Roussel, Senior Editor for Iron Ore Analytics. Take care, everyone.